0: those moments perhaps with a friend or with someone you're in love with where for just the most fleeting of moments you look at the person in the eyes and it's like a whole world of communication happens within a millisecond that somehow at that moment the all the filters are dropped and it's as though you see the other person's soul and they see yours And as I say, often that moment vanishes as quickly as it begins. You know that you have encountered that person in a way that can only really be called a privilege. You've been allowed access to something beyond the surface. Over the last few episodes, I've been trying to break open something about prayer. And prayer is very difficult to talk about. It's traditionally spoken of in terms of methods or formulas, ways that we can try to fill an hour and call it communication with God. I really tried to speak of this in terms of relationship and wrestling with the, the mystery of that, that how do you define a relationship? How do you possibly create a method or a formula for a relationship? Because ultimately, it is this mystery of one person revealing their soul to another. In the case of prayer, it's the, it's the God of the universe revealing his heart to us. And somehow, as us poor, meager, insignificant creatures, being able to grasp something of the divine. There are methods, there are, there are styles of prayer that can help us and lead us in the right direction but at the end of the day it's a privilege if anything actually happens if anything is encountered it wasn't us that made it happen i want to try if i possibly can in this episode to break open something about contemplation in previous episodes i've tried to break open something of what we would call meditation You know, how do we meditate on being loved? How do we receive love? How do we understand the fact that the way we engage with that meditation will change over time? In the beginning, there may be all sorts of feelings attached to it, but as time goes on, the feelings will fail. You may actually feel that you are further away from the one you love, even though you're actually getting closer. In the spiritual tradition, We've we've traditionally spoken about three forms of prayer. Vocal prayer, meditative prayer, and contemplative prayer. While most people will agree on a definition of the first two, you find that every saint has their own particular definition of contemplation. And I think what that speaks of is the fact that at this point in the relationship, we're encountering something which is hard to define. And I think this is important to always remember when you are reading spiritual works because depending on the particular spiritual tradition, there's going to be quite a different understanding of what this word contemplation means. If I can dare to add my own definition to this, just to try to maybe give you a a way of understanding this separate to the normal language of the spiritual tradition. If I can maybe try and use what for me is probably the best way to understand this. There's a a Jewish philosopher by the name of Martin Buber. He wrote a famous book called I and Thou. And it's really a book about relationship and something of the mystery of communication. But for me, I think, what he does is he creates a way of maybe putting into easy-to-understand language something of this grand mystery. His basic idea is very simple, although he then goes on to write a fairly long book to try and elaborate and talk about how this works in the real world. His basic idea is that there are two different ways of relating to people. There is what he calls the I-it relationship, where I am relating to a person, but I'm relating to parts of that person. And this is the normal style of relationship. You know, I I relate to this person because they're good at their job or because they're funny or because they're strong or beautiful. Whatever part of their identity that is present to me at the moment, that's what I'm consciously engaging with. But then he says there is another form of relationship which is very rare but very beautiful. And, and really, that is the goal of all relationship. And, and that is what he calls the I-thou relationship. And for him, it's, it's this moment where you're not just encountering the paths of the person, but in one moment, you're able to encounter the whole mystery of who they are. Now, what he tries to explain is that this, this really is such a fragile moment in a relationship. You know, at the beginning of this episode, I used the example of looking in someone's eyes and in that briefest moment, feeling like you've encountered them deeper than you ever have before. Because maybe that's something of the I-thou relationship. You're not consciously thinking about them. You're not trying to understand what they're saying. You're just receiving who they are. That somehow in that moment, you are encountering their whole being, the whole grand mystery of who they are, which doesn't necessarily make sense, but it's beautiful. But the problem is, as soon as you stop to think about what you're encountering, the moment is lost and you suddenly start to encounter them again as individual parts of the whole. You know, so as soon as you maybe have that encounter of looking at your friend in the eyes and you stop and think, this is a beautiful moment, it's gone. Or as soon as you stop and think, well, what are they thinking? It's gone. Because you're no longer encountering the whole of who they are, you're now trying to understand one bit of who they are now for me i think this this helps me to understand what contemplation is because you know i've read many of the writings of the saints and they do their best with language to try to make sense of it but they always seem to still leave you a bit more confused i think if if we're encountering a person and in the context of prayer we're encountering god we naturally encounter parts of God. And and Martin Buber does talk about this in one of his chapters in this book, that that we naturally will will encounter the mercy of God or the the strength of God or the grandeur of God or the mystery of God's divinity or his transcendence. We're, We're wrestling with our heads in our intellect, trying to wrap our brains around the mystery of who God is. But there is a moment where this drops down deeper to the level of the spirit, which doesn't necessarily try to understand, doesn't try to define it or comprehend it or you know wrap, wrap, wrap itself around the mystery. It's almost quite happy to just sit in the unknowingness of it all, to just sit there and say, you're God, you're amazing. There's nothing more to say. You know, I, I don't even want to dare to try and say anything more for the, for the risk of losing this moment. Now, whenever the saints talk about contemplation, they talk about it as being something which you will encounter in a fleeting moment during a prayer time. So some of the saints would say that you, you really need to learn the discipline of meditation of trying to meditate on the mystery of the cross or the mystery of the incarnation or how to meditate on a gospel passage. There's a real discipline in learning how to bring yourself to a place of encounter. But we do that in the hope that during that meditation, at some point you might actually just get lost in the entirety of the mystery. So you might start off by meditating on the mercy of Jesus as he's talking to the woman caught in adultery. But for just a fraction of a second, you might find yourself just getting awestruck by the whole thing. But then as soon as you stop to think about how beautiful that is, it's gone again. And you have to then go back to the discipline of working through the scripture passage and meditating on what's there. Now the hope of this, the hope in all of it is that gradually we get drawn deeper. So what, what begins as you know the, the the tiniest millisecond of encounter in prayer might then gradually become a couple of seconds. And then gradually it might become a minute. And and over time, it's almost like God is training us to become more comfortable in this place of not knowing and just delighting. You know, I spoke in a previous episode about how we fight against distractions, and I used the image of how the will simply wants to love, whereas the intellect wants to understand. And I used that image of the two little old ladies where the little Miss Will just wants to sit there and love the guest who comes into her room But her sister, little Miss Intellect, keeps bursting into the room trying to make sense of it and and trying to understand what's going on. There's a whole process in that discipline of self-mastery, learning how to still the intellect and the memory and the imagination so that you can learn to just sit and love, to love the entirety of the person you're encountering. And it takes an enormous amount of faith. Faith in, in the sense that your normal way of encountering is almost silenced. You know, the, the normal way that we operate in the world every day is to wrap our intellect around something and quantify it and measure it and know that something has happened. The difficulty with contemplation is that you never quite know what's happened. I remember once hearing a Carmelite priest saying that you can never really know what is prayer and what is not prayer. And I, I've got to admit when i when I heard him say that, I didn't understand what he was talking about. But I think the more that I've started to understand the the great mystery of this idea of contemplation, I think I now start to understand what he was saying, that you're you're sitting in a place where you're encountering the entirety of the mystery, but you don't really understand what you're encountering because you're almost afraid to think about it for fear of losing that moment. All you know is that you are there and God is there and it's beautiful. That's, that's the goal of where we're going. It's learning how to just delight in the unknownness of it all. So I simply want to encourage you learn the discipline of prayer some people will try and jump straight to this place of silence but they're not really contemplating they're all, they're just contemplating themselves and their own thoughts learn learn the process go through the the methods of prayer if you will until you actually learn how to still that interior voice gain the self-mastery to be able to just sit in the unknowingness of it all and just delight in the one who delights in you.